Amen? All right. Happy Sabbath once again. Um, everyone sees uh, this, this slide kind of already started. So everyone sees it? All right. And I went, jumped ahead again. But um, this one, Romario was going over the destruction of society. And, and we easily saw, you know, you can easily see from Genesis that the, the, the way that Satan destroyed society was through marriage. And he destroyed a natural marriage in Eden, and he destroyed a spiritual mar marriage in heaven. The, the, the other angels who were loyal to Christ, he made them loyal, loyal to himself. So he destroyed that marriage relationship between those, the third of the angels that fell with him from heaven. And he destroyed the marriage relationship with him and his creator. He, so, so he knows intelligently or wisely how to destroy a relationship. Because that's all he is, is a relationship destroyer. Everyone follow? That's what he did in heaven, and that same knowledge of destroying relationship he brought here. And he's using that same tactic, mind on mind. He used the serpent's mind on Eve's mind and Eve's mind on Adam's mind. And it's the same, it's the same thing in which he's doing right now. He's using the, 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 the beast, which is the serpent, using that mind on Protestant's mind and Protestant mind on the nation's mind. And it's the same tactic um, being repeated again and again and again and again. And the Lord wants us to be familiar with this device so that when we, because by becoming familiar with it, we'll be able to recognize it in our home, in our church, or in our workplace, or wherever we go. And that way we can put up a resistance against that spirit whenever it, it, it shows itself. And it shows itself in different forms as Romario was going over. It comes in different ways. When he's found out in one form, he just changes to another form. And it, but it's the same spirit. It's the same idea. It's the same thought behind behind the work and if we if we can see it the first time and we can see it the second time and we can see it the third time then it's the same thing the next time and the next time and we should not fall for it amen. ever again amen? amen so we're going to take a look at this uh, uh, for me this was really nice to go through and i believe i do believe satan hates us understanding this he doesn't want us to understand this because one it's showing us how he destroys and he doesn't want us to be acquainted with his, with his strategy, his devices. He does not want us to understand how he actually works. If we can learn how he really works, man, you can detect him just about anywhere and, and, and anytime. In other words, he can't hide he can, because the grass is now cut. Amen? The serpent hides when the grass is high, but this time it's cut because the Lord cast him to the ground and, and he just hides in the grass. But before, he would fly above. So. Amen. He hides behind people. That's nice. But when you can cut down their teachings, he can't hide. Amen. So let us take a look at this. Um, we know the marriage institution, as Romario was going over it, is two marriage institutions, one natural, one spiritual. One is natural, one is the relationship with man with man, and the other one is man with God, the Sabbath. The Sabbath is a marriage contract. Is we, when, we, when, we, when we profess to keep the Sabbath, we're saying that we are this is our creator and he's our husband. And we're going to do whatever he commands us and instructs us to do. The marriage one, the natural one, is a relationship between man. And if we can't love man in whom we can't see, then we can't love the Sabbath and God whom we can't see. Amen? So if we don't love the natural marriage, we, we're going to have a problem with keeping his Sabbath. So, and Satan knows that, so he destroys the natural marriage so that people will have a problem with keeping the Sabbath. Amen. Amen. Just like the natural marriage. Amen. That um, husband and wife. So let's go on. Male and female made he them. Okay. Seventh day. Now, 
This points, these points I'm about to say, I, 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 we really have to understand this point. Um, Seventh-day Adventists and, and all Christians, because as Romario was talking about, this, 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 um, this same-sex agenda, while it's more a liberal kind of mindset, Christians are on board with it as well. Many Christians are on board, and many Adventists are on board with the same. They may not openly say it, but the spirit, the spirit is there. That, that, that they're on board with, the, with this idea, but the Bible, God wants us to know that we cannot be in agreement with this idea because it's destroying society, and it's only preparing society to receive the mark of the beast. That's, that's, really, what, that's really the goal Amen. behind this movement. And I wish I had to, in another presentation, we're going to go over this, just remember this point. What is, in relation to the Ten Commandments, what was made in God's Ten Commandments? What does Ellen White always refer to? And the people got to repair. They're called the repairers of the breach. Okay, so what did Satan do with the Ten Commandments? He made a breach. So what is he going to try to do with the Constitution? Make a breach so that he can come in. You make a breach in the wall so that you can go through. So if you make a breach in the Constitution, he can go through and gain access to the, to the, to the government. And that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to find a breach, whether through the gun law, Amen. Se yes, yeah, 70 AD. It's either the gun law, same-sex marriage. It doesn't matter. He just wants to make a breach. If he makes that breach in any one of them, ah, Sunday law can come. Amen? All right, so let's go on. Seventh-day Seventh -day Adventists and all Christians. Um, Second Timothy, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ do what? Depart, Depart from iniquity. So Isaiah says, cry aloud and spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and show my people their transgression and the house of Jacob, and the house of Jacob, their sins. So I, the reason why I have Adventists and Christians, because this cry is to go to the Lord's people. Adventists and Christians, yes, these are God's people, everyone who names the name of Christ. So what we are here teaching is not to the world. It's to God's people. And, and this, that's what I want us to see. But where's God's people? In the world. So the first angel's message and the third goes where? Where God's people are, they're in the world. All right, they go because the Bible says cry aloud. And the first angel's message was a loud cry. And the third was a loud cry. So God is only calling his people. And if the, some of the Egyptians want to come out, then let them come out with God's people. Amen? So let us continue. Let's prove this. Again, the command is given, cry aloud and spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet and do what? Show my people. Go down to the next bowl. It is not the wicked world, but those whom the Lord designates as my people that are to be reproved for their transgression. So our message is not to the wicked world. It's to Christians and Seventh-day Adventists. Anyone who names the name of Christ, that's who we're crying aloud to. So what I'm trying to say is when we teach this, we want to be sure that we're, we let everyone know we're addressing those that takes up their Bible and say that they're following Christ. This is whom we're addressing. We're not addressing the nations. We're not addressing that we're address, We're calling God's people who's advocating um, for, for, for this thing. But we still have to, you know, warn these people. Go ahead. Is our message? Yeah. His message? Yes, the Lord's message. But, no, what I mean by that is if, if, it's the whole, if, it's, if the message, if you said the message is only for the churches, but. Message only for the churches. Holy Ghost will come back. So we want to understand this point in doing this. So we've taken the, the third angel's message, Christ's message, to these churches, right? 
So it said, sin and sinners. Um, this difference must be understood, and it's this. Christ says in John 6, 63, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? Spirit and they are life. So the words, words are spirit and life. And, and Luke says, ye know not what manner of spirit ye are of. This was um, when he rebuked, I believe it was James and John. Um, and Christ says, you know not what manner of spirit you are of. What is he saying? You know not what manner of teaching you are of. Because Christ did not come to destroy, but to what? But to save. But the wrong teaching was influencing them in the wrong direction. So Christ rebuked that teaching. That's what I want, want to point out. So um, every error is sin, and every sin has its origin where? With Satan. So whenever we are dealing with people, the Lord wants us to know we're not dealing with the person. We're dealing with the teaching. We, we, have, we have to make sure that we highlight that. I always like to tell people, I'm not dealing with you. I'm dealing with what you said or what you're promoting. I'm not attacking you. I'm a, what you're promoting and what you're teaching, that's where the problem is. You're doing that because of what you're thinking. So, if I, so we have to attack that. We're going to prove this. But it's very hard to do. It's not easy. Yes. But we have to do what? Undeceive them. We have, by the grace of God, we have to do all that we can to make people know we're not, it's not you, it's what you're advocating that we're, that's who we're fighting. That spirit, that spirit that you think is your friend is really your enemy. It's not your friend. Sin is a real power. It's a real power. Go ahead. Yes, Amen. Because they associate themselves so with it. it, attacking them. We have to see this because it applies to us too. We have to, and now I'm going to read a quote to line up with this. To hate and reprove sin, and at the same time to show pity and tenderness for the sinner is what? It's, a it's really hard. It's a difficult attainment. The more earnest our own efforts to attain to holiness of heart and life, the more acute will be our perception of sin and the more decided our disapproval of any deviation from the right. We must guard against undue severity toward the wrongdoer, but we must also be careful not to lose sight of the exceeding sinfulness of sin. There is need of showing Christ-like patience and love for the earned one, but there is also danger of showing so great tolerant, toleration for his error that he will look upon himself as undeserving of reproof and will reject it as un, uncalled for and unjust. So right now, the world is tolerating a certain spirit. Mm -hmm. And if we tolerate it, people are going to come to look upon it as, what are you doing? They're, gonna they're actually fulfilling this very thing. Because people have been indulging in, in same-sex marriage for so long, it's being tolerated. And, if, and are we supposed to tolerate it? No, we, we don't attack the people practicing it. We attack the practice itself. Amen. Our message is to, is to what is being pushed by it and um, the spirit behind it, but not the. This is a difficult thing to do, but it, it must be understood. We have to understand it, and when we speak to people, we have to let let whomever we speak. Even it doesn't even matter what sin you're correcting. The principles are sin. Excuse me, is the same. You're addressing the spirit, and you're you're leaving the individual alone. And here's what she says in DA: Men hate the sinner while they what. Love the sin. Christ hates the sin, but loves the sinner. This will be the what? The spirit of all who follow him. So we, 
Hate the sin, but we do what? Love the sinner. So you touch the sin and do what? Leave the sinner. Christ touches the sin. He leaves the sinner. How do I know that? When he cleansed the temple, did he touch the people or he touched their idols? He touched their idols, but he left them alone. They left because he touched their idol because they've connected themselves with what? Their idols. That's why, that's why they, they, they ended up leaving. That, this is, this, that's the point I want to call out. Here's what David said in relation to this. Through thy precepts I get understanding. Therefore I what? Hate every false way. So Ellen White is right. Therefore I esteem all thy precepts concerning all things to be right, and I hate every false way. So the same, the spirit we're to have is to hate every false way, but love the sinner. So we, are, we would have to understand what is the false way and what is the right way, and, and that's how we, we approach these different situations. But I like this um, part in here. I esteem all precepts concerning all things to be, to be right. All right, correct marriage. So let's look at the precept of marriage. So whatever the precept of marriage is according to the Bible, like Romario went over, this is what's right. Amen? So whatever we get from this, this is what's right. And anything that speaks against it, that's what's wrong. So therefore, we would attack the idea or the, the Greek philosophy or the ideology behind that thought of marriage while we leave the one advocating it alone. Amen? So that's what the Lord wants us to do. So if we go out there with that spirit, because she says, this will be the spirit of all of Christ's followers. They will hate the sin. We have to have a hatred for it. We should hate this spirit, but we should love the individuals that's, that's practicing. It's difficult to do because we have a hard time with separating them from the sin too. But we have to learn to separate the sinner from the sin and, 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 and um, those things. So let's look at Genesis. Let's look at this law of marriage that Romari read. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air. Notice what God says about man. After his what? Likeness. It's an image. So how are we made in God's likeness? Because Christ says him and his father is what? One. So God made husband and wife to be what? One. After his likeness. This is true marriage. This is a true relationship. Amen. And, they're and what is it teaching us? Adam and Eve is two separate people. So the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit are three separate people. Y'all follow? Yeah. But they're one. They're one in thoughts, ideas, and, and, and um, their character. characters. Amen. But they're separate individuals. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes, yes, that's nice. So let's go down to 27. Notice this. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. So let's look at what Christ says about this creation. But from the beginning of the creation, God made them male and female. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be what? One flesh. So then they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God have joined together, let no man what? One of the first rules of marriage, God must join you together. The first marriage, it was God that put the two people together. So every marriage has to follow. It's supposed to be God that joins you together. Well, how, are we gonna, how do I know that this is the rule? Just go to Genesis chapter 6. The Bible says they chose wives of all which they chose. Amen. They already are breaking the what? The rule of marriage. So when Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be where? 
the end of the world. So the rules of marriage is one of the things that's going to be broken at the end of the world. And right now it's being broken. The rule that God says, he says, male and female made he them. Is very specific. It's very gender specific, isn't it? There's no confusion when you read the Bible. Remember, our message is to Christians and Seventh-day Adventist Christians. Amen? That, that, the message of God is, is to them because God says, my people. That's what he says. Yes. Hey, oh, that's nice. That's nice. He blessed them. And he, yeah. oh, that's what makes it twin. Yeah, that's nice. The, the, the twin is the blessing. Yeah, that's nice. Go ahead. Yes, that's what I was saying. Yeah, amen. Um, praise God. Maybe I didn't make it clear enough. <laughs> yeah. All right, amen. Because he says male, female, he, yeah, he, them. And we're going to read one where it says she, he. And we're going to read it. It's, it's very, it's too plain to miss. Amen. So Romario read this quote, so I'm not going to go through it where, the twin, where he pointed out twin institution. But maybe some people came on and didn't see when Romario read it. So I'll just read this, the bold. Jesus pointed his hearers back to the marriage institution as ordained at creation. Next bold. Then marriage and the Sabbath had their origin, twin institutions for the glory of what? What is the first angel's message? Fear God and do what? Fix marriages. Amen? That's what is the first. And fix the what? Sabbath. Give glory. Keep the Sabbath, which is a sign that you're married to me. Amen. Leave the Sunday institution and come and keep the Sabbath and leave that same sex idea and fix the correct view of marriage. If you do that, you will restore society. And if you keep the Sabbath, you will restore religion. Amen. So one destroys the civil society. The other one destroyed a religious society. Amen. The correct view of the Sabbath restores worship and the correct view of natural marriage restores civil order. Amen. That's where Romario was going off. This is what makes them, these twin institutions actually preserves this earth. That's what they do. They really preserve the earth. Um, and here, here's the next one, the next bowl. He, he enunciated the law of marriage. So I like this. Marriage is a law. It's a law. So what, are, what did the House of Representatives just do? Made void thy law. Amen? They made it void. So it's time for what? God, because this is an institution, and when you touch the Lord's institution, he's going to work. Amen? All right, we're going to come back to the House of Representatives. Oh, man. Oh, yes. Yes, because if we don't do that here, how will we do it for the Sabbath? How are we going to cry aloud for the Sabbath if we don't cry aloud on this side? Because they're touching, the, they're touching the twin sister of the Sabbath or the twin husband of the Sabbath. They're touching, they're touching the twin. And we know if you touch one twin, you're going to have to touch the other twin. Amen? Yeah, so let's go on. And here's what I like about the, the law of twins. You can have identical twins and you can have, what's the other one? Fraternal, Fraternal twins. So you can look at the Sabbath and imagine both those ways because it's a, it's a, it's a spirit, it's a teaching. So um, identical twin, somehow imagine the Sabbath is identical. Yes, but at the same time, they're fraternal twins. Amen. Amen. So it's, it's really nice. So when you consider it's a law, so it has many teachings behind it. So let's go back to Mr. and Mrs. Like, um, I love this. Here's where we get this rule 
for the wife taking the husband's name. And Adam gave names to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a what? Help me for him. This is a beautiful, we're going to come back to this. Well, let's go on. Yes, amen. We're going to come back to this point. Let's just go down to the name. Go down with me to the next bowl. And the rib which the Lord got, oh no, read the other one. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept, and he took one of his rib and did what? Somebody said to me, surgery is a sin. And I said, you just said God's a sinner. The first surgeon in the Bible was God. So the Lord is telling us how to do surgery, put people to sleep. You do surgery the right way by putting them to sleep. There's nothing wrong with surgery. This is the first surgeon in the Bible. Amen? This is, a, this is how you surgery. There's nothing wrong with surgery. Circumcision is what? It's surgery. That's what circumcision is. It's surgery. There's nothing but the person taught that surgery is a sin, so that's why they don't do it. Well, well good luck with that one because Jesus does perform surgery. I mean, he cuts us out from the world and he puts us into his, into his church. Surgery, is, is, surgery was made by God. It's not made, it's, huh? Yes, it's grafted. Amen. Yes, it is. So I don't know where the idea come from. God was the first surgeon in the Bible. So that's, I, I didn't want to jump over that point. So the Bible is very rich with information. So 22, when we're careful readers, that is. It says, And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my bed. What does he say? She shall be what? Called woman, because she was taken out of man. So what is a woman? A, someone that's taken out of a man. The origin of a woman is one that comes from a man. The origin of the man, he came from the ground. These are all important. Man came from the ground, and the woman came from man. Amen? Which is the ground. It's, it's, one is natural, and one is spiritual. Amen? Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. That's nice. Amen. That's nice. That's nice. I like that. Amen. So here, here, is, here is the law for marriage. So by the grace of God, Swinton got the opportunity to perform some marriages, and hopefully many of us will. And here's where we get the rule for the woman taking the man's name. This is the book of the generations of who? Adam. In the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female, what? Created he them and blessed them and called what? Their name Adam. Both of them. The woman is supposed to take the man's name. Why? Because it denotes rulership. That's what it's like. It's there to show you that the man does what? He rules. Amen. Even taking his name is supposed to signify that, but the woman should have no problem with accepting his name in the first place. Because when we take the name Christian, whose name are we taking on? Christ. He rules. That's what we're saying. He rules. That's why we take his name. Amen? And we have no problem if we love Christ with taking his name. God has made woman to be submissive. It's in your nature. It's actually unnatural not for a woman not to be submissive. It's literally unnatural. It it's unnatural. It's literally in a woman's nature, and it's also in our nature to be so. All of man. Why? Because we got to submit to God. It's actually unnatural not to be submissive. God did not make us that way. We were made to worship him. In order to worship, we have to be submissive. 
He put a submissive nature in us. This, this rebellious nature, that Satan spirit, that, that unwillingness to surrender yourself to, to a higher power. Amen. Amen. So let, uh, I missed, sorry, I went too far ahead. Go ahead with the hand. Yeah, the name. The, the name is amen. Just, um, amen. And we're to be submissive to that law. Amen. That's what the name is. So, um, Greek and Hebrew, Romario shared, the Lord showed Romario this nice quote. There are times when Greek and Latin scholars are needed. Some must what? Study these languages. This is well. This is what? Well. Thou doest well. So, Latin and Greek is going to help us understand prophecy. Amen. That's what it's going to do. But not all. But not all, right? And not many should study them. Those who think that a knowledge of Greek and Latin is essential to a higher education cannot see afar off. So it's wrong for us to say, you better study it to understand the Bible. No, I can't say that. That means I don't see afar off. Yes, but, I, but we can use it. In fact, she says we will do well. We will do well if we use Latin, but this is Latin and Greek. But I have the background in it to show that on Christ's cross, if we want to understand the sacrifice of cross, we're going to need Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. So we also need the Hebrew as well, because the first original language that it was written in was what? Hebrew. And there's lots of deep spiritual lessons in the Hebrew and the Greek and the Latin languages in relation to the correct Bible. Amen? All right. So we'll let. Till he, yes, 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 yes. Amen. Amen. Well, many of y'all probably don't know Second Thessalonians, whereas paganism, the papalism. And that word let it means hinder it in Greek. So now we're going to take this thought, if everyone follows, that Hebrew, Greek, and Latin is okay. Amen? We're going to take this thought and we're going to go to this next one to get something very, I thought was very powerful in regards to marriage. I really believe it's very powerful. But for Adam, there was not found a what? Why did Adam, why did that come into Adam's mind? He saw the what? He saw a male animal. He saw a female animal. He saw, he saw a male lion, a female lion, a male elephant, female elephant, a male goat, female goat. He saw a male, a, a male um, whatever. He saw a male rhino, female rhino. And then he's looking at himself, where's my help me? Because he understood God's character. Yes, amen. God made it seem real. Why are you going to make him seem here? Amen. I believe there's a lot of deep thoughts in that. God wanted him to think that. Because a woman is just a man's Amen. thoughts. He realized he needed a helpmeet, and God fulfilled the desire of his heart and gave him a woman. But I want us to see this. Let's look at this. Let's look up help in the Hebrew. Help in the Hebrew, it means aid. So a woman is a man's what? Aid. And let's look at the root word. It means to surround, that is to protect or aid. So a woman actually is supposed to surround and protect. She's also a protector. She's because the let's read the next one. She lost Adam's sin. Yes, she lost. She was no longer Adam's protector. She led him into sin. Instead of keeping him from sin, she led him into sin. Amen. Because you're the, the church is the salt of the earth. Amen. So let's look at a to help, to assist, to support, either by furnishing strength or means to affect a purpose or to what prevent or remove what. That's what God says. And the Lord God said it is not what. It's not good, so then it's what? Evil. It's evil. 
it would be evil for the man to be alone. So the Lord said, it's not good that the man should be alone. I will make him and help me for him. Amen. So Eve was made to, 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 um, to prevent evil. That's why she was made. A wife is there to prevent evil from coming up. If, if a man is alone, he might perform self-abuse, which is evil. Y'all follow? So the marriage relation is there to prevent that evil. If, if a woman wasn't there for Adam, he might look upon the animals. So the Lord says, no, this is evil. This is evil. This, if I leave Adam by himself, only evil would be the result. Amen. Yes, that's nice. And, but what does the Catholic Church does? They do that which is evil. They say you shouldn't get what? Married. The priest shouldn't get married. And that's why Ellen White can say nothing but evil comes from that. Because God says it's not good that a man should be alone. Amen. Uh, go ahead. Praise God. Thanks. Okay, so go back now to aid. The last one of it. Um, thanks. Thank you. Keep this one in mind. The reason why I say I like this, sorry, I shouldn't have spoken with that over my mouth. The reason why I say I like this is for the next one. All we did was look up help. And I promise y'all, when y'all see the next one, I mean, it, it, what it did for me, I, I, I hope that it will do for you. So I'm only setting the stage for when y'all read what meat is and why the Lord says, I'm going to make him a, a help meat. It's very important. Those, those two words, help and meat, is very important. They're, they're the, the thing that holds marriages together. When we understand what a, a wife is to the man, she's a help meat. She is his aid. She is to, to, to succor him, to support him, to assist him, and to protect him, and to keep him from evil. And now it makes sense when Ella White, what she says in Adventist Home. A woman is there to make the man loving and tender. and all. That's what the Bible says. That's what it says. She's there to assist him, to protect him, to keep him from evil, to keep him from going overboard with certain things. That's what the Bible says. So that's why she can, that's the same spirit. Amen? So let's look at meat now. Let's look at meat. Meat. Part opposite. Come on, y'all don't see it. I'm gonna make him an opposite sex. But what does Satan want to do? Make same sex. He's fighting against the law, the plain law of marriage. A, a man is supposed to marry someone of the opposite sex, and a woman is supposed to marry someone of the opposite sex because if they marry the same sex, they're alone. They're, that's what the Bible says. It's not good for a man to be alone. To be with the, for a man to be with a man, he's alone. You're, it's just another man. With You're with yourself. To, it's just a, that's one of the highest form of self-worship. By being with another man, you're, you're saying you love yourself so much you want to be with yourself. But to, be a, to love someone of the opposite sex, you love your neighbor. That's what it, amen, because isn't that what Christ says? The two great law, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your opposite sex as yourself. Amen. Sacrifice your own self to love your wife. Yes, amen. 
Amen. People don't, the world don't see the dangers of homosexuality. It's evil. It's only evil continually, the Bible teaches us. Amen. Because Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the end of the world. And, they, and Satan fought against marriage in the days of Noah. So the pattern is he's going to fight against marriage in the end of the world. And the Bible says it's evil continue. Why is it evil? Because man was with man, so therefore they're alone. Because the Lord said it's not good that a man should be alone. I'm going to make him an opposite sex. A help me. It's really nice. So let's look up opposite. Counterpart. Counterpart. The correspondent part. The part that answers to what? So a woman is the answer for a man. The answer to all our problems is right marriage. Amen. Go ahead. So then, when it's a man with a man, it's not an answer. Yeah. It's yeah. not an answer. Yeah. It's the wrong answer. Amen. Yeah. Yes, it's adding to the problem. This is this math that they came up with that two plus two can be five. That's that kind of math. A man plus a man, it means no children. You don't get a children from that. You get diseases. That's what you get. A woman with a woman, you don't get children from that. You get diseases. Because that's what the law says you shall get. And we're going to read that. So let's look up counterpart. Finish it. It says, also the part which what? Fits another. So the woman fits the man, and the man fits the woman. Amen? What is the meaning of opposite sex? This is from Google. What is the meaning of opposite sex? If you're talking about men and refer to the opposite sex, you mean what? Woman. You are talking about woman and refer to the opposite sex, you mean what? Is that difficult? That's not difficult. So when it says, I will make him and help me, I will make him an opposite sex. I will make him a woman. That's what I will make him, one that's different than him, opposite of him. But at the same time, answers to him. Amen? Amen? So if we don't have the, op and the notice what it says, it is not, yes, it's a part of him. And, and it only makes sense. She came from him. Yeah, she came from him. So I like that. It says, it is not good that he should be alone. Let's go on to this next one now. Opposite. Confusion. It says, I will make him and help me for him, not the same sex, right? Yeah. And it says, for God is not the author of confusion, but of what? So the right marriage brings what? Peace. But if you go with same sex, what is, what is the Democrats wanting to bring? Confusion. A place of no order. Darkness. Satan works best in the dark. When the laws of the land makes no sense, that's when Satan walks around boldly like a lion. And it's going to be a terrible battle for the Lord's people. And if we don't cry aloud against this spirit, we're going to make it worse for ourselves. Y'all follow? That's why Isaiah says cry aloud. If you don't say something now, it's going to become worse for us later on. And do we want that? I don't really want that. But, it, but anyway, so let's go on to this next one now. Let's look at what, um, this is the, what Romario brought in the last one. I, I liked it. It says, respect for marriage, pass on past the house. This bill provides statutory authority for same-sex and interracial marriages. So this is directly against the law of Genesis. This bill violates the law of marriage because Jesus says, in the beginning it was not so. Male and female created he them. And the Lord made him an opposite sex. So here is the lion. Here is Satan now moving up on the hearts of men to introduce a bill to make this nation speak like a dragon. Y'all follow? That's, that's what Satan is now doing. And, and now the house passed this. 
pass this bill, go on to this next one. Let's look at Leviticus. Let's look at what the dangers. Um, when Romare went over this, I knew this was in my notes. I said, oh, man, even if the Senate don't do this, the House of Representatives might be punished. They might be punished just for making that a bill. They will be punished. And if the Senate does it, they both get punished. And if America makes it, if the president ratifies it, America gets punished. And let's read, let's read what follows same-sex marriages. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of who? Israel. Who's Israel? The church. What did Isaiah say? Cry aloud, lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show Israel their sin. Amen? So let's look at their sin. Speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them, I am the Lord your God. After the doings of the land of Egypt, wherein you dwelt, shall ye not do. And after the doings of the land of Canaan, whether I bring you, shall ye not do. Neither shall ye walk in their ordinances, in their what? Don't walk in their laws. They make these laws, do not follow them. Ye shall do my judgments and keep mine ordinance to walk therein. I am the Lord your God. Thou shalt not li what? lie with mankind as with womankind. It is an abomination. Defile not ye yourselves in any of these things. For in all these, the what? Nations are defiled, which, which what? I cast out before you. If they make this a law, what must the Lord do? Cast them out. And notice, read the next one. And the land is defiled. Yeah. So if America makes this a law, America is defiled. But guess what? Their cup is not full. They have to do what? Take the Sabbath. So what fills up, up your cup? Marriage and Sabbath. You can get married, but you have to take the Sabbath, and your cup is full. Because the Sabbath, obviously, it was the last thing God made. Right? It was the Sabbath. It's full. The earth is now full. Go ahead. Yes, amen. There, there's a reason why it's a nation and a land. Nation people and the land, yes. Now, when it comes to children created, the people elected the House of Representatives, mm -hmm. and the land uh, are the states, they elected the Senate. So this is why the Bible has that in there, the people and the land. But over the years, what they've done is they've, uh, they've changed it so that the people also um, elects the Senate. So they give everything into the hands of the people. people. And this is in direct violation to God's law. So when, this, when, 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 the, when the House of Representatives make this, that's the people getting punished. And when the Senate makes it, then the land gets punished. And that's what yes, amen. That's nice. In terms of the House, house. get punished, and, and the, the Senate that, I like that. Punished. We have to understand that. Yes. Yeah, we, we have, have to Amen. That. I agree with that. Amen. No, I agree with that. We have to understand it. So punishment may come upon the people or the, or the land, but the land has to first make the law. Yes. But the house made it for the people. Yes. So judgments can come where? On the people. Because they're our what? Representative. But are they my representative or is my representative in heaven? Because the Bible says we're to be strangers in the land. Amen? We're to, our citizenship is in heaven, so they're not my representative. Y'all follow? Our representative should be in heaven. So when the punishment comes, yeah, we may live in the land and, we, and it, may, it may mingle, but because Lot was not a citizen of Sodom, he was a citizen of heaven, God says, Lot, come on. There's a nice lesson in Lot. I hope that we go over it. You know what Jesus said to Lot? 
Lot, if you don't come out, I can't bring the judgment. Yeah. I, I was, I, I, I've never read, I'm like, Lord, that is, that is nice. Yeah, because they've made void. But judgment can't come on that place until God's people come out. It's, it's, it's really nice. Uh -uh. Yeah, we have to. Amen. Delaying the judgment is not good. It's not good. But going on, it says, And the land is defiled, therefore I what? I do visit the, visit the iniquity thereof upon it. And the land itself vomited out her inhabitants. What does Christ say he's going to do to Laodiceans? Vomit them out. Amen. Because they defile in his land, the church. So he's going to vomit, the land is going to vomit them out at the Sunday law. If a man also lie with mankind as he lieth with, with a woman, both of them have committed an abomination. They shall surely be what? Put to death. Their blood shall be upon them. So there's a, a direct death sentence ascribed to this spirit. A direct death sentence against this spirit. So let's go on. Let's look at what Paul says about this. This Romario went there, but we're going to add some stuff to it. It says, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the what? The truth. I want you all to notice how many times Paul makes some kind of allusion to the truth in this. So the, this spirit of, of, of man with man or woman with woman, this is, this, Paul has given you uh, 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 the characteristics you should see in them the, that, or those that practice it. Everyone follows? Mm -hmm. So here's what he's going to say. Um, who hold the truth in unrighteousness. So they're going to hold the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. For the invisible things of, of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen. Adam and Eve is clearly seen. Male and female made he them. Everyone follow? Paul is talking about creation. Just look at creation. Male and female, opposite sex. They're apart. They go together. They make, when they come together, children are made. That's the, this is what we see naturally. We see these things. That's what takes place all the time. Paul is, con Paul is saying to speak with these people, you refer to nature, basically, because nature answers to their problems. So it says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because that, so that they're without what? Nature, ex nature says it to them. Nature says this is wrong. When two men get together, you get AIDS. It's wrong. When two women get together, you get all kinds of diseases in your mouth. It's wrong. It, 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 it doesn't, it does. but when two married people get together, you get babies. You don't get diseases unless, unless there's adultery or something. You don't get death, you get life. And it's designed to shaking it and making it as though that's the norm. Amen. Because that because they do it, then they a human but this is only And here's their problem. Because they're not spiritual, they don't realize that there's a devil. And Satan wants you to see that. He wants things like that because that's not natural. It's not natural. Yes, it's wrong. It because Paul says Paul is going to give us the natural way. So he says, because that when they knew God, they glorified him not, a, not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. And what? And changed the glory of uncorruptible God into an image. Notice, they like to 
change. They all, these people loved changing something. That they love changing. And it says, who changed the, the, the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves. Who what? Who changed the truth of God into a lie and worship and serve the creature more than the creator. Do you know what this is saying about the House of Representatives? They just lie all the time. Because the spirit of that is to change, is to lie. They know that what they're doing is wrong, but they're willing to lie about it. With, because of the Bible, I can say they're lying because there's another witness for this. Let, every, let, let God be true and every man a liar. So I know they're lying. They know that what they're doing is wrong because Paul says it's clearly seen by them, the judgments that follow that course. They clearly know that this destroys society. It doesn't help society. They have the facts before them, but here's what Paul says about this. And worship and serve the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. For this cause, God gave them up onto vile affections, for even their what? Women did what? Notice how many times he says that in there. Change, hold the truth in unrighteousness. Change the natural use into that which is against nature, and likewise also the men leaving the natural use of the woman burn in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error which was meet. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. Being, notice this one, being filled with all unrighteousness. This is the destruction of societies, right there. Those who do this, this is what they're bringing in. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malign. This is the destruction of society. This spirit, this is what it brings in. So if, if America makes this a law, this spirit is going to flood this nation. It's going to, the moment if the Senate passes that bill, if they accept it, and the president ratifies it, they just opened up America to look like a second Sodom. Just that's what they just did. This spirit can't come until they open the door. So, amen, yes, yes. Amen. And what did that door open? The transgender movement. It's not that it wasn't there, but now you can't escape it. Because, yes, because that door is open. And if you accept this, you're opening up the door even, you're making the breach even wider for Satan to come. And let's go on. Backbiters, haters of God, despiteful. What do they call themselves? Pride. What do they call their parade? Pride. Pride parade. And what does the Bible say? They, they would be proud. That's what the Bible says. They would be proud. Boasters. Amen. Inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents. Now, notice, remember what I said. We're not attacking the people. We're not, we're not doing that because the Lord loves these people. Amen. The Lord, the Lord is, he hates the spirit. This is the, Paul is highlighting the spirit behind that. This is what he's highlighting. That spirit is evil and this is what we cry aloud against. That spirit and we let the person know you can break away from it. Because there's a text in the Bible in 1st or 2nd Corinthians where Paul highlights these same characteristics and he tells the Corinthians, such were some of you. They were practicing some of those things. Yes, but, but because Paul rebuked the spirit, and the gospel rebuked the spirit. Many of them accepted Christ and came out from that evil practice. Amen. So they can come out if they, if they see the, the truth and come out. Without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, 
who, knowing the judgment of God, that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. All right, so last point, and we're gonna, we, we, this last point, we're going to close out around here. Now, the different versions. Ellen White, um, in her writings, she oftentimes, she used the ASV or the, the ESV, the RV, and I, I, they might, I only know of those two, the, e, the RV, the ASV, and, and the ESV. English Standard, Standard Version, the Revised Version, and the American Standard Version. There's nothing wrong with using different versions, right? But there's something wrong with using perverted versions. And I want to give us an illustration. You have Christ. Who would be what version? The King James Bible. Why would I say Christ is the King James Bible? He's the standard, right? That's the standard. Christ is the standard. But you have how many disciples? Twelve disciples. But one of them was a perverted version. Judas, he was mixed with what? Satan. So you don't read that version. Y'all follow? So because the Bible says we're written, we're written epistles. So the epistle of Judas is not one you would read from. So in other words, I wouldn't read for like from the NIV version because that one is a perverted version. That one removes text. That one ascribes some things to Satan that should be to Christ and things to Christ and make, it gives it to Satan. Now all of this we can study on our own. So in other words, what we really have to know is God's voice. That's what we really have to know. Because John 18, I think 37 or 38, it says, all, who, all who's of the truth, um, here's my voice. And then John 10 says, my sheep know my voice. So it's the voice of truth that we're looking for. Truth has a certain sound to it that just resonates with other truths. And when we hear that truth, we know it's truth because it resonates with that truth. And when we hear certain things that doesn't resonate, that's a stranger's voice. It doesn't resonate with other truths. It's actually uprooting and destroying the other truths, such as same-sex marriage. It doesn't resonate with the Bible truth. It's actually destroying that truth. Amen? Amen. So let's look at what this version says. I wanted to put the, the RV, the ASV, but for some reason it wouldn't let me put it in. It kept putting it in brackets. But I'll just read this one, ESV. Therefore God gave them up in the lust of their, their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves. Because they exchanged the truth about God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to dishonorable passions. For their women exchanged natural relations for those that are contrary to nature. And the men likewise gave up natural relations with women and were consumed with passion for one another. Men committing shameless acts with men and receiving in themselves the do what? Penalty for their error. Yes, that, that's why I like that. They're receiving the due penalty. So I'm going to stop there. So because the house passed that bill, there's a what? Due penalty. So the, because they represent the people, the people will suffer the penalty for that. Y'all are following? They represent the people. And now if the Senate does it, the land will suffer the penalty for that. I'm just following what the Bible says. There's a due penalty for that act. And Sodom shows us the due penalty for the land. Because the land and the people, when, when they went in, God, Jesus says, I'm going to go down to see if the cry is what I hear. And the angels went in, and the people, they, they are participating in it. But the whole land itself is participating in it. So the people and the land receive their due penalty. Amen. Go ahead. 
Constantinople. Yes. Oh, okay. When Amen. They changed the seat of government. Punish America. Amen. That's nice. Punishment. Amen. So, Amen. I'm going to end out around these points just to show plain, these are just plain things, right? Because the reason why I say this is plain, just like they're attacking the law of marriage, and we know they're going to attack the spiritual law of marriage between God and his people, the Sabbath, one is natural, one is spiritual. Do y'all just see how we just naturally went through the Bible and spirit of prophecy just to show how that is wrong? If we receive this, we will better understand the truth that the Sabbath is going to teach because the natural teaches the spiritual. So because they're twins. Amen. So if we can understand this one, male and female, there's something about male and female, the divine and the human, and they're going to become one. That's what that is teaching us. Us and God, when we keep the Sabbath, this is the sign that us and God are one because Christ's prayer is that they would be one like we are one. But the only way to be one, the law of marriage teaches me I have to be married. Amen. Amen? So if I don't get married to God, I can't be one with him. And if my marriage is not a right marriage, if I take on a wrong doctrine, God can't marry me because the law of marriage says we can't be unequally yoked. So God's law says I shouldn't be eating meat at the end of the world. I should be preparing for the second coming. So therefore, God can't marry you if you're eating meat because he would be unequally yoked with you. So the Lord says, depart from your iniquity and I will marry you. Amen. Amen. If you change your mind, I will change my mind about blotting you out. If you receive my truth, I will receive you. Amen. Because that's what the natural marriage sees. Is if, if we understand natural marriage, we will see why the Bible says don't be unequally yoked. Amen. Because God is not going to take us. if we're if, Because he says, come out of her, my people. Isn't that what he tells um, Babylon? Tell his people, come out, and then I'll marry you. So therefore, I should not marry somebody that is not of the same fold as me. And even though they might be of the same fold as me, they might not be of the same belief as me. Genesis 24. Yes, Abraham sent his who died like Father Abraham. Yeah. Abraham sent his son to Isaac. Yes. Yes. Abraham sent his and likewise, so the, the root, because they're twins, the same principle is the same. One is natural, one is spiritual. If you can see the natural marriage, there's no way you cannot see the spiritual one. It's literally impossible. It's impossible. If you can recognize one, you can recognize the other. Opposite. What is the opposite teaching? Because God became a man. <laughs> All of that is right in, there in, in, that marriage, in that marriage relation. By God becoming a man... God took on an opposite. That's not a, that, God, that was not God's nature. You know, he became a man. Yeah. So I, I pray that by the grace of God, this would help us and that we would be encouraged to warn people and, and that we would separate, um, the, yeah, the, the sin from the sinner. We have to understand that when we deal with people, separate the sin 
from the sinner. You're dealing with the spirit, the teaching, and, you, and we, we should try not to attack the, the, the person. And this truth, as I understand it, is really to God's people because they're the ones that name the name of Christ, not the wicked world. The wicked world is going to practice those things because that's just what they do. But anyone who names the name of Christ, that's just what we, we would have to cry aloud against that. So if there's no other points, let us close out with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, we want to thank you, O Lord, for the Bible that's able to make us wise and that, that, that helps us to understand the truth for this time. Please forgive us of our sins, O Lord, and may you create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us. And may you help us to make right use of these truths, O Lord, and that we would practice the, the, the very things in which we're learning and not be like the Greek philosophers who, who said but did not do. But help us, O Lord, to say and do, because you said blessed is um, it's more if we, um, we're to be doers and not hearers only. So please help us to be hearers and doers. And we ask, O oh Lord, that you continue to be with us as we go through the Sabbath, um, helping us to keep it holy. And we pray and ask that the things in which we heard that are true, that these things would not slip from our hearts and minds. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.